0: How is it going, everybody? It is once again me, Chewy, and I am one of the hosts of the podcast titled Exploring the Myths Behind the Legends, and I am once again joined by Mariah. How's it going, Mariah?
1: Hi, I'm doing good.
0: (laughs) Good to hear, good to hear. I am doing a little bit eh because I caught a bug somewhere along the line, and I am sneezing and coughing, but I'm fine. (laughs)
1: I think I just have like the allergies right now. <laughs> mm,
0: yeah, I'm pretty sure for me it's cold because I don't get allergies ever, thank God.
1: Oh, yeah. You're one of the lucky ones. Right? Yeah, I,
0: my dad was sneezing the other day and I was around him and I guess I caught it from him, but it's not anything too serious. I mean, I I can still taste my food. I'm, I'm not, <laughs> I, I don't think I have a, what everyone might think I have, but I'm good. Yeah. So that's good. <laughs> But um so before we get into the topic of today's episode, let's go ahead and remind our listeners that we have our social media accounts. So we have our profiles on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, etc. You can find us if you search for Exploring the Myths Behind the Legends. You can't miss our mascot, it's a green Chupacabra alien thing. And a recording studio. <laughs> and the easiest way to find us actually would be to go to linktree.com slash myths behind lgds because that is where you can find all of our links you can follow us your our email uh our spotify even is is on there and actually if you find us on spotify and or on anchor that link to linktree is pasted on there so you can just click on there and you can find us everywhere pretty much so (laughs) yay
1: yeah go and stalk us please
0: (laughs) we would definitely love to hear from you guys as far as getting emails as far as maybe suggestions for topics or if you want us to do something a little bit differently i mean we are open to suggestions just be be kind and gentle (laughs) (laughs) because that is always important so mariah what is the topic for today's episode
1: so today's topic is we are going to be talking about the black eyed children or black eyed kids
0: so (laughs) that sounds very intriguing to me
1: yeah it's really creepy honestly (laughs) (laughs) like can you imagine just like a child just having like black eyes full and just looking into your soul
0: (laughs) so i think we're gonna have fun with this one When you sent me the list of possible topics for us to cover, I had heard about these black-eyed children, or actually, they're more commonly called as black-eyed kids or BEKS for short, and that's what I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna be using that from now on because it's I don't want to say black-eyed children, but like you know.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: every, every 10 seconds, I'll just say BEKS for black-eyed kids, and I had heard about these creatures or ghosts or whatever it is they might be. But i had never actually looked into it as far as trying to find out what they are or where they came from so i had fun doing my research for this one
1: yeah i have i have a little bit of research in my list um but so i wonder did this start in the 90s
0: from what i found yes um Actually, I have the the Wikipedia page. (laughs) (laughs) That is my trusty source for everything. Uh, And of course, if anything here is wrong, if anybody out there has a story about these or knows more about these black-eyed children, B.E.K.'s, by all means, do let us know. But basically what I found out on Wikipedia is that the legend did start in the mid-90s actually here in Texas.
1: Yes and that was actually um it was a texas reporter correct yes Uh by the name of brian bethel i think
0: bethel i believe is is how you pronounce that yeah
1: that's just like crazy like being a reporter and you like how did this unfold brian he i believe he reported that um, the that he had encountered was it him or somebody else?
0: It was him because I found I found another source. I, I, I believe this one's a little bit more credible than Wikipedia <laughs> But um, I found another source and actually I don't know if you've heard of the YouTube channel called Monstrum
1: Monstrum, okay.
0: Yeah, um, I'm not sure if that's the name of the channel or not, but there's a show on, on that channel that's called Monstrum, and it's actually, I believe, sponsored by, it's sponsored by PBS. Whoa! <laughs> so, I've been following them for a while, and they have uh, this, this lady there who actually is a doctor. Her name is Dr. Emily Zarka. And she, I believe, specializes in studying folk legends and stuff like that. So, she talks about different urban legends and cryptids and monsters from all over the world. And I actually found an episode on the B case that she did. So oh, Uh-huh. Oh. Yeah, I thought that was pretty oh, man. interesting. Mm-hmm. That's like.
1: so cool. Yeah, <laughs> definitely send me the link. Yeah, so I that's you know, it's funny how I think we both have our sources and I actually have the Wikipedia too. <laughs>
0: <laughs> of course.
1: So um so I believe so Brian was from Abilene. Yes.
0: Correct? Uh-huh.
1: Yeah, so he encountered these two children in Abilene, Texas. So I kind of wonder, um, like, it doesn't really uh, specify, like, how old he was when he encountered these, do you know?
0: Uh, Not in the Wikipedia article, but in that episode, I, I brought it up because they mentioned his story on there. And they go a little bit more in detail as to what happened. They don't specify his age, but I think he was sometime, somewhere in his mid-30s, early 40s, maybe. Oh, um, no, Or maybe a little younger, because uh, they show, like, a video of him, but I can't tell his age from it, because he looks a little old. <laughs> but I don't know yeah. when, when the video is from, if it's from back then, or if it's, like, a more modern interview. But um,
1: yeah.
0: basically, they say that he was hanging out at a mall, and he left the mall already, because it was already, like, nighttime, or whatever. And when he got into his car he was kind of just I guess sorting his purchases whatever and he said he saw what looked like two children approach him on the window of his car and he actually described them in some detail he said that one of them looked olive skinned with dark curly hair and that the other one looked pale and his hair was kind of like like a redheadish and that he even saw freckles on the second one. So at first he didn't notice that anything weird about them. So they kind of signaled to him as to grab his attention. He lowered his window a little bit and they told him, hey sir, can we have some money? Cause we want to see the movie that's playing right now. And... The other kid said, yeah, we want to see the Mortal Kombat movie. I mean, mind this is in the mid-90s, so when the movie was first released. And according to the video, Brian said that when the second kid spoke, that's when he noticed something was, was wrong. He noticed that something wasn't quite right about these kids, and he actually felt scared of them. So he was fast on his feet, and he thought of an excuse, and he's like, well, you know... The movie already started like 20, 30 minutes ago, so they're not going to let you in anymore. And I believe they actually asked him to take him back to their their home to get money from their parents also. So he was like, now by the time that we come back, the movie's going to be over, so it's it's pointless. And they insisted, no, come on, come on, just just give us a ride, come on. And at this point, he was like, nah, hell no. (laughs) I'm not going to let you guys in my car. (laughs) And so he closed his car window and he was about to drive off and then the kids started knocking on the window of his car hey we can't do anything unless you let us in let us in the car and at that point he was like nope 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 he speeds off in his car (laughs) and uh, when he sees on the rearview mirror he sees that the kids are not where they were supposed to be anymore they had just vanished in thin air so what do you think about that
1: You know, it's really interesting because I've read, like, a couple of stories, like, from experiences and stuff. And it seems to me like the kids always seem to want to be invited in. Yes. And they can't really approach him unless they're invited in. So maybe they were trying to get into his car and... Could be as well, like something terrible was gonna happen if they were in his car. If, if they did get invited in, like I don't know, it's it sounds to me kind of. I don't if you remember those chain letters in the early like. Oh yeah, yeah of course, yeah. Yeah, like like, <laughs> it's just so scary getting one and like something terrible happens. So when you get one at your home and stuff so i don't know it's kind of like what it reminds me of um i i really believe in that stuff um i don't know if you've ever seen it also this kind of reminds me of the black oil from the x files you know what i'm talking about mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah where um the host has like these like eyes and, oh it's creepy and, stuff. and there's, like, the whole eyeball is, like, dark and black. and But there was this one creepy dude, I think, in the episode. And he was, like, kind of older. And it just, it looked creepy. Either one, like, a child or an adult. And I believe, I'm not sure if they had a child in that one, in that episode. I don't know. Um, but I do remember that creepy man. And it was just really, really creepy. <laughs> <laughs> but I can imagine, like, a B.A.T. just, like coming to me and like looking exactly like that (laughs) no 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 and also it's very like bad luck i would say too
0: how so i i didn't find anything about that i don't think
1: so i have i have like a mini story to share from somebody um who shared this story with me so she experienced, um, and I did get permission to share her story on here. She said that she was in her house, right? Like if she's, um, she's a little girl. Okay. And she's like five years old, I would say. And she's, she's just hanging out in, in her living room. Her grandparents are like in the rocking chairs, watching TV. And then she said that this child with those eyes came through the door, and so they had a screen door so they could see, you know, who's coming, but it had like locked the screen door, so it, you know, the child wouldn't be able to come in. So she remembers, like, to this day, and she's in her 60s now, okay. And so she was five when this happened. So she was a little girl. So this experience happened long time ago. Um, so she's 60 now. And so she said that um, she saw the child and she remembers their eyes were completely like filled, colored and black. And she thought it was really weird. So the grandpa had Alzheimer's and he also had vision problems, right? So um, so she was kind of like not really like understanding like why the little boy who looked really creepy to her was at the door. So anyway, so her grandpa gets up and he goes and opens the door. And so the child wants to, to call on the phone or something. And so the grandfather tells him that um, that, that their landline isn't working right now. But he did offer him a cup of water. So that happens and um the uh he gave him water and then he went on his way or something like that. So crazy thing is that three days later, after this happened, the grandfather passed away. Oh wow. So I don't know, I don't know if it was bad luck, but she remembers that it was a black-eyed kid
0: huh.
1: and it was like the eyes were filled in black so
0: that's so know. creepy
1: yeah
0: so you think maybe he was sent to just kind of i guess I, I don't mean to sound for this to sound disrespectful but like to pick him up maybe to kind of like hey it's it's a like a his sign time. maybe that it was like his time was coming soon yeah hmm.
1: yeah definitely I definitely think um, it's kind of like, you know, when you dream about like, well, that's like another little quick topic (laughs) with that one, (laughs) but um, it does kind of remind me of like dreams. And like when you see somebody dressed in black, that means there's death coming or like someone's going to pass away. It always happens true for me. Or when you see somebody in a wedding dress in a dream, so maybe that's similar. Um, but, yeah, I would say maybe it was time that, like, it was his time to go. But, um, but yeah, she said that she had seen, seen him and his, you know, his eyes. And, and she described him just like all the other stories, like Brian mentions um, in his encounter. So it is creepy, the fact that he was invited in. And then, what happened afterwards is, is still like a mystery.
0: I'm sorry, I, I had misunderstood. I thought he had waited outside for the water, but he had, he told him to come in the house.
1: Yes. Oh yes. my god. Okay. Yeah. So that's why she definitely believes in it and stuff, and I believe in it too. Like that's creepy. <laughs> um, I haven't experienced that myself, but I can imagine just like you know, seeing, and then also too, I don't know, you know, I know the grandfather had Alzheimer's and everything, but children too can see a lot of stuff. So, you know, maybe, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if he was like spirit, you know, with, who um, was a black eyed kid or I don't know. It's just, it's really, it has, it has, it opens up to a lot.
0: Yeah. And, I mean, there's a lot of stuff we can talk about from just that. Real quick, I mean, I studied psychology. And, I mean, I I just got my bachelor's. I didn't go any further than that. But, basically what that means is that I didn't really specialize in anything. (laughs) I mean, in order for me to be like a therapist or something, I wanted to go back to school and get a master's and then a PhD. But, in the course of my studies, I mean, we were still able to read articles and talk about Cases like that of, of the brain and how the mind works, stuff like that. And I remember reading an article that linked or try to find some sort of, of connection. Not a connection, but you know how you, you said that like uh, the, the way that, that a kid's mind works as far as their development when they're young kids, maybe like three or four years old, like when they're not toddlers anymore, but they're not quite kids just yet. They're kind of in the yeah. in-between period. So as they're developing their language skills and their, their motor skills and how to pick up stuff and stuff like that... Scientists... And, and according to... And I, I forgot the name. I mean, it's been so long. Of the, or the magazine or whatever in which I read this. But incidentally, uh, the way that a person with Alzheimer's, the way their brain works is similar to how the mind of that kid works. Because, I mean, of course... Alzheimer's degenerates your mind. It starts taking away your your memories and stuff like that, your skills. Um but at some point it's believed that your mind kind of starts um not regressing because you're not going back to when you were a kid, but it starts um devolving. So it, it becomes less and less skilled and you become as skilled as, as a what a 3 or 4-year-old kid would be. So that's pretty creepy in and of itself, and and I don't know. I mean, that's that. I was just reminded of that by your little story there.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I, know I
0: mean, it's not really got to do much with anything, but but uh, it, it's it's kind of a link between the kids, and and uh, I mean this this whole thing with Alzheimer's. I mean, it's it's a horrible disease. But um, the other thing that I was I was gonna mention is that so he let him in the house, and. All he all he did was basically give him water, according to to the story. Yes. And the kid didn't do anything. He was just kind of standing there, or.
1: Basically, yeah. She said that he had asked to use the phone, and her grandpa told the child that um, that the phone wasn't working right now. Stuff. So I'm not sure if he like went and checked or something. Um, and then that's when he told him, I I believe she said that her grandfather offered him a drink of of water. And so he came in and he, he said the boy looked really, um, thirsty and like pale too, like kind of like sickly. And so the grandpa was like, come in, I will, um, get you some water. Wow. So, Yeah
0: but he he never really threatened the the gentleman or he never made any comments? Wow.
1: No, no, he did not. Um, And so he did have vision problems, the grandfather. So um, who knows what he may have seen. But the girl who is 60 years old now, she was five at the time. And she said it looks just like the... um, like, those videos that you see, like, on YouTube, too, like, how the crowd looks. Um, really, like, old school looking, too, and their eyes just filled in. And you can't even see any white in there.
0: I mean, I- I've never seen one of these case, and I hope I never do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And just as a general principle, I never answer the door. <laughs> when somebody rings the doorbell in my house. Unless I'm expecting a package or I'm expecting visitors that I know are already on the way. I, I don't answer the door.
1: Yeah, it's so crazy. Is that I rude? Like, I, I always, <laughs> no, I wouldn't say it's rude. I, I do have a camera. You know what's weird? It's like when your camera, um, like the ring bell picks up, like like someone's at your door and there's no one there. Oh. I've had that happen a lot <laughs> of times. <laughs> and I'm always like freaked out. Like, oh no. Yeah. Um, And yeah, I don't I don't like that. (laughs) It creeps me out. But yeah.
0: So, I mean, I guess as far as as the possible origins of what these kids might be, I mean, the whole thing with asking to come in, doesn't that remind you of vampires?
1: Yes. Yes, it does. Because vampires need to be invited in first before they enter the house.
0: So, why do you think that is? Where do you think that might come from? Like, what is the, the idea behind that?
1: Hmm, that's really interesting. I would say, you know, it all, they all have, like, an end go. Like, vampires, they usually, you know, want to be invited in, and then once they're invited in, you know, they get to kill. You know, and they get to, like, suck out the blood and all that. So i'm thinking maybe that's what a black-eyed kid does that's the thing behind it like
0: like in their own way instead of like sucking the blood for example maybe it just took the spirit from this gentleman or the life force
1: yes yes uh-huh. exactly that's that's what i come to think of when i think of both of those similarities um but you know if a vampire can't come in, you know, you're okay. But like with that true story from that girl, um, you know, he was invited in or he, you know, his intention was to go inside the house, Yeah, you know, and then succeeded in a way. Um, and then he passed. So yeah. Like huh. taking the life force, like taking your soul and stuff.
0: I haven't read too much about this, but I've heard about these things called psychic vampires <laughs> where where it's a being or or something that similar to this in the sense that instead of drinking your blood, for example, they kind of just hang around people and steal their energy like they're they're
1: oh like energy vampires, yeah,
0: exactly huh yeah oh,
1: that kind of reminds me of that show. What We Do in the Shadows. <laughs> oh,
0: okay. I haven't seen that actually, but I heard it's pretty good.
1: Oh, chewy. You need to watch it. It's so good. Everyone's going to be on, who's listening, they're going to be like, Chewy, you need to go. And
0: watch Stop this. doing this and watch it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. Um, but yeah, that's, that's actually, um, you know, there's this book. Um, I think it's uh, something like, It's not like psychic. It's not a psychic book. It's like some book about your energy or like, you know, like your mind and stuff. And it talks about energy vampires. It's a real thing. So, yeah. Very real.
0: Mm -hmm. Because there's, I mean, there's people, of course, who think they are some sort of vampires that we just talked about. And then, of course, the people that think that these kids are ghosts or some sort of apparition. Um. But well, I guess before we move on, what do you think about the idea of them being ghosts?
1: I honestly i I actually think yeah that can definitely be a possibility. Kind of same thing with when you see somebody you know dressed in black in a dream. You know what I mean? Um, it's kind of like like a premonition, like you know someone's gonna die, or you know, and also when you do see somebody in a dream, it's kind of like a ghostly figure. Well, from my experiences, it has. So I'm thinking that can be the same thing too, but in human form that these kids take. And they're going into, I guess, like a child form because, you know, kids are like, I guess the future, you know what I mean, in a way when you think about it. So yeah, I can definitely, I definitely believe that they can be ghosts, but in also human form to let them know like, but I don't know. It's kind of creepy too, because you mentioned that there's also evil and threatening ones too.
0: Brian, the guy who first reported seeing them, he said that as soon as he drove off, he looked in his mirror and they were gone. They weren't, they were nowhere to be seen. So that kind of fits with the idea of what a ghost is because most people, when they report a ghost encounter, they see a ghost for a brief amount of time, maybe a minute, if anything, or two minutes. And then they run away or something and they come back and and the figure is gone. Or it may not even be that long, maybe a few seconds that they're closing their eyes or, or they face somewhere different and when they look back to where they think the ghost is supposed to be at, whatever, then that figure is no longer there. So, uh, that's why some people think that these kids, the BKs, might be ghosts, but there's a third camp that believes they might actually be of alien origin.
1: Ooh, yeah.
0: So, that kind of starts getting a little weird there, because, I mean, if you think about it, the people who report seeing aliens, you should report them as, as being some sort of gray-skinned figures with big heads and black eyes. Yes. Pitch black eyes, so... They do share that physical trait with the BEKs because their eyes are black as well. So some people think that it's just aliens in disguise trying to pose as kids to, I guess, appear more friendly (laughs) to people. Yeah. But... I don't think, (laughs) because, I mean, when I see a creepy kid, a creepy kid is creepier than a creepy adult, I think.
1: Yes, I would say so. (laughs) Yeah, for sure.
0: So, if you show me a picture of a creepy kid, and then you show me a picture of a creepy adult, I'd probably be more scared of the kid than I would be of the (laughs) (laughs) grown-up. So, I mean, if these things are aliens posing as kids, whatever, they're not doing a good job at it, (laughs) because they're scaring everyone. (laughs) Or at least me. I mean, I don't know. But that's interesting. So um, there's a couple more things here that I want to talk about. And in the Wikipedia page and also in the video that I watched, they mentioned that there have been movies made about this topic which have been funded by fans. So like Kickstarter and stuff like that and GoFundMe, stuff like that. And th- there's a few of them, and the two more popular ones that I found were one called Black-Eyed Kids, and then the other one is Let Me In or something like that, and I thought Let Me In was a vampire story.
1: Wow, Let Me In, yeah.
0: But I guess you just copied the title, because I-, I think it's called Black-Eyed Kids Let Me In, not just Let Me okay. In. Okay.
1: Wow. Because
0: Let Me In was a vampire story, and I saw both movies, the original, and I think it's from... Uh, Sweden, I think the original movie, and then the remake with the American. And I, I like the original better, but anyways, um, I don't know if you've seen those movies, by the way.
1: No, I have not. Yeah, I know. I need to do that. <laughs> uh
0: huh. Yeah. So definitely, uh, I'd say if you can watch the original, it's in a foreign language, for um, it's gonna have subtitles. <laughs> if you can deal with that, yeah, I don't mind. I mean, most of the best ones,
1: yeah. ones that are like really foreign and stuff. Yeah,
0: and that's about a. a creepy kid that's a vampire, so that's, you know, a whole different thing. After Brian reported this for the first time, um, somebody else as far away as Portland, Oregon, reported an encounter with one of these things. And this happened roughly around the same time. And the uh, mind you, I don't think Brian and this person knew each other. So, it's kind of weird how this happened at... at pretty much the same time, but they had no connection whatsoever and they came up with the same type of...
1: And they were from different states and all that. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, there's no possibility that they would know each
0: other. Yeah, so now there's a mention here of a writer named Sharon A. Hill, who, according to Wikipedia, says that they were unable to find any actual documentation, so I guess pictures or, or photographs, And that they concluded that more than likely these are just stories that are passed from friends to friends. And Mm -hmm. that they're likely going to become spooky folk stories, which they already have, I think. You're right. So she basically says that they classify this basically in, in the same field as Bigfoot. In the sense that people talk about it and they claim to see it, but there's never been any conclusive proof or evidence As far as videos or pictures or stuff like that has there ever been a picture that's been proven to be a ghost or an alien or Bigfoot for that matter
1: um well I mean you know there's of course like Bigfoot like Prince yeah now that's real But it could be something else (laughs) that's similar to (laughs) Bigfoot roaming around and um, ghost. Um, You know, there was, of course, spirit photography back in the day. I don't know if that's true or not. You know, it, it is really interesting, though, to have, like, an actual picture that you took with a camera, you know? um, that's really interesting to me. Um, even when I take photos, sometimes I see faces and stuff and and you can see it clearly on the photo of somebody or like somebody's face and stuff. So I don't know. Um, and it, and it kind of, you know, opens up a lot of questions like, was it maybe just the camera just messing up? Or was there something else that picked up or wanted to be shown? And then also partially shown. And that kind of goes into, like, white orbs and ghosts and, you know, all of that. So
0: I asked that question because it's got to do with the topic. Because, I mean, if people out there believe that these things are ghosts, then I don't think... I mean, I've seen pictures that people claim are of ghosts or apparitions. And they look pretty convincing to me. And sometimes, even people that study the pictures say that they don't look like they've been altered or photoshopped in any way. So it looks like it's a real picture. But they can't explain why or what the presence or being, whatever it is in the picture, where it came from. I mean, but it would be interesting if... if, um, anyone out there has a picture that is considered to be definitive proof of something, because I don't think there has been anything like that, but like I said, there's been pictures that people have studied, and they're like, the best we can say is that it's inconclusive, I mean, it's a real picture, but we can't tell what that is, we don't know what
1: that is. Or where it came from.
0: Yeah, exactly, so... Yeah,
1: the authentic authentic.
0: Yeah, Uh so, I mean, um... (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's just like something to think about, I guess. I want to go back to the video that I was talking about earlier from um, Dr. Emily Zarka in her Monstrum channel on YouTube because apparently, according to her, the BEKs are really popular in England. There was this famous sighting of uh, this lady and I hope I'm saying this correctly. Uh, she lived in an area called Cannock Chase in England. And that several years ago, she and her daughter were were walking home one night. And it was dark and foggy as it's basically every night in England.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: From what I've heard, I mean, I heard they have, they have like a lot of fog and, and rain and stuff like that. So it was dark and foggy and rainy. And so she's walking with her daughter And she says she hears somebody screaming in the pathway. And that she's trying to find where the scream is coming from. And that she spots what looks to be like a 6 to 8 years old girl. A few feet away from her. and And so she approaches the girl. And the girl was covering her eyes like she was crying and sobbing. And so the lady approached this so-called girl, and asked her if she needed anything, if she knew where her parents were, and that what the girl did is she took her hands from her eyes and she had just black eyes.
1: Whoa.
0: And that she just stared at her for a couple seconds, and that the lady said she took her daughter and ran, and that when she looked back, the girl was nowhere to be found, she was gone.
1: Wow. Oh, that sounds so scary. Did it say anything like what happened afterwards?
0: Not what happened afterwards, but what happened before. The connection that people made is that in this area, uh, Cannock Chase in England, there had been a case of a murderer who had um, killed three young girls in that area. So the connection that people made is that, well, maybe it's the ghosts of one of those girls.
1: Yeah, and maybe, too, maybe, also could possibly be maybe she was kind of warning her, like, in the woods, like this is an unsafe area, kind of like leave, maybe?
0: That, too, I mean, because, like we mentioned, ghosts can be signs that something bad is coming your way or like, a warning type of thing, so maybe that's the case.
1: Yes. Yeah.
0: I mean... For sure.
1: And England is so... I, I've never been there. <laughs> I've never been outside of the U.S., but I can imagine just, like, how many um, buildings there are that are, like, so old school and just, like,
0: how much haunts are there. Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean, people don't really realize how old Europe is compared to the US and, and I mean, there's got to be all these old houses and castles and stuff that are super haunted <laughs> out there. I mean, yeah. it'd be really cool to visit one of those places sometimes, but, I mean, it's far away and it's expensive.
1: <laughs> yeah, I enjoy um, the VR. <laughs> virtual reality with my uh, goggle thingies (laughs) Uh
0: oh man like I would definitely like to visit Europe at some point in my life and just kind of do some unofficial ghost hunting type of thing
1: (laughs) oh that would be so much fun that's usually what I do sometimes when I want to relax I'll like put like those haunted places on the VR on YouTube and so I'll just lay down and just like watch it it's so calming
0: (laughs) (laughs) that's awesome (laughs) <laughs> i think some people would beg to differ in that with you but i mean that's fun <laughs>
1: yeah <laughs> They're like oh no i'm not going to sleep like that
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's like the people that put horror movies to go to sleep i do that sometimes i, I put a, a movie and i just fall asleep yeah people screaming
1: I, <laughs> I do that too yeah i always sometimes i'll put like, forensic files on or something spooky in the background or even like old school like on YouTube, they have like a lot of like Halloween um, uh, cassette tapes on YouTube. So I love listening to those too. It's really creepy, like that old school cassette, you know, sound. <laughs>
0: <laughs> There's a few more things that we gotta talk about here about the BEKs and Dr. Zarka goes on talking about how children have been perceived differently over time. Because according to her, back in the day, and I mean like back in the 17-1800s, kids weren't really given that much importance, as far mm. as they weren't really counted as people, really. And you gotta remember, back then, families had 8, 10, 12 kids, whatever, but because disease was was so common, maybe only 4 or 5 of those kids survived. So um, that's why people didn't really think too much about kids because they didn't really know if they were going to live to be adults or not. So then over time, as, of course, technology advanced and everything like that, it became more easy for 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 the kids to survive and grow up and become adults. So that's when people started thinking of them as, as okay, yeah, they're, they're people and we need to treat them right because they're our future. And so on and so forth. And then... Fast forward to about the nineteen fifties nineteen sixties and that's when, according to her, we see a shift in the culture because up to that point, kids had been kind of like okay they're they're cute little babies or, or cute kids, whatever, and we gotta take care of them, but then around this time is when people started experimenting with scary kids in their stories and in their movies so yeah. I don't know if you ever saw a movie called Village of the Damned. No. I've only seen the remake, and the remake was from the mid-90s, I think. But basically the story of this movie is that for some reason, in a little town, everyone falls asleep or, or goes unconscious for a few hours, and then they wake up, and then when they wake up, several women in the town are pregnant. Whoa. And then, after nine months, all these kids were born, and they're born in sets of twins. And they're evil kids, and they try to kill people. I mean, there's, there's more to it than that, but that's all that I want to say, in case somebody wants to yeah, watch the Yeah, wants movie. to go see it. Yeah.
1: yeah. yeah. Kind of like Children of the Corn.
0: That's where she started, yeah, connecting all this, because that that was one of the first movies where we saw kids being evil. Yes. And, and, I guess in, in mainstream culture. And then, there was, of course, The Exorcist, where the girl's possessed, and then there was... She also mentions... Uh, pet cemetery with a little kid oh, that, yeah. that gets buried and comes back as a, as a evil little kid. So, she says that that creeps people out because it kind of makes us think or it goes against what we think. About, because yeah. now, culturally, it went from, like she said, earlier in the 1700s, whatever, that people didn't really think too much about kids to us thinking of them as as precious and taking care of them to now them being evil and killing people (laughs) in movies and stuff like that yeah so it's the the idea of thinking of a child as being evil is basically anti-natural to us now
1: yeah that does make a lot of sense like it makes us think twice now Mm
0: -hmm. yeah so i mean imagine if you like i mean like in one of these movies you're like uh, somebody that has a kid and then the kid turns out to be like the devil or something like that like <laughs> like what was yeah. that movie Um, The Omen
1: yes yeah that one was, was creepy
0: that little kid in that movie's creepy as hell yeah for sure that that and then the one in the remake I mean the remake isn't that great of a movie but the kid they hired to play the the devil child whatever he looks creepy as hell too so when I think of a black eyed kid i think of that kid <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah it's like very like like their aura is like very like uh-huh. dark and evil and like it's coming like death is coming or something
0: i'm gonna ask you a question here and i hope it's not anything like it's not appropriate but do you think it's possible for a kid to be evil
1: yes i do
0: in real life i mean like i can i like can
1: yeah, for sure. I, I definitely do believe that, for sure.
0: I mean, why do you think it's so hard then for people to think that they can be evil?
1: I think, you know, kind of like what you were saying, kind of like, you know, a lot of people do see children, like, you know, um, kind and loving and, you know, like, so little. But they're, I mean... Growing up, I've encountered a lot of evil children myself, <laughs> but, um, the fact that they don't want to see it in their eyes. Yeah. And then when it comes to them, kind of like in this encounter that we're talking about, it's like, is this really true? Cause, cause they're so little mm-hmm. and why would they be like that? Um, So, yeah, that's really interesting.
0: Because I asked this question because there's another thing they bring up in this video in which somebody made a comic series, like a comic book or a graphic novel, maybe, about BEKs. And since there really isn't an established origin as far as the story that Brian came up with or that described. Uh, the person that made this graphic novel made their own origin story for these kids. So, basically what what the person said or or what they developed as their origin story for the kids is that they are kids that are so evil that they actually murder their families and that they end up becoming the black-eyed kids.
1: Wow.
0: So... I mean, there's another movie that talks about a child being evil. I think it's called The Good Son.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Have you seen that I've one? I've heard
1: of that one. No, I but I've heard of it, though.
0: It's with uh, Macaulay Culkin, actually.
1: <laughs> oh!
0: Who everyone was, like, super attached to because he had just done Home Alone a couple years before that, I think. Yeah. So he went from being Home Alone to <laughs> The Good Son. And and The Good Son, he's, he's a really evil kid. He actually kills people and stuff like that, so... It's, it's well, that's kinda... another
1: one that I need to add to my movie list. Oh, definitely.
0: Yeah, I mean, we, we could probably do that movie sometime soon also, actually, because it's not very graphic, but the idea of a kid being that evil, it, it can be disturbing for some people.
1: Yeah, for sure. So,
0: I mean, especially the way the movie ends, it's kind of like, whoa, okay, that's dark. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know, it's it's kind of crazy because, you know, generally, like, we see children innocent, And, you know, so, yeah, definitely start somewhere that we don't know where the evil starts.
0: Have you heard about the whole thing of of, uh, nature versus nurture thing? Are you familiar with that idea?
1: Um, no. Um,
0: That's, like, another concept that I learned about when I was in college. And basically... People, I mean, in psychology are trying to find out what is more influential in a person's development. Whether it's their nature, their their genetic history, like, as far as their DNA. Or the nurture, the way the person is raised.
1: Oh, okay, yes. Yeah, I've heard of
0: that. Uh Uh-huh, so, I mean... That's kind of the whole thing. I mean, like, where does evil come from? Are we naturally evil, or do we learn how to be evil? And I guess that's the whole connection I'm trying to make with this. Because, I mean, I asked you, you said that it is, it would be possible for a child to be evil in some way or, or another. And I, I agree with you up to a point. I think that there are some kids out there that are evil. And that when they grow up, they unleash those sentiments upon the world. Right. And the question would be where at what point or where does that come from rather yeah
1: so, yeah and then like another thought of mine would be you know it starts in the home or kind of like you know like what's their story yeah um, of course and yeah so i don't know it is it is it is really interesting to think like um like what you were saying you know like is it the home, like you know, wherever, how how they're treated and stuff, or they're like naturally evil. And, it's, and a child can be naturally evil. I don't know. It is it is really interesting though to think of it that way.
0: Because I mean, the thing that I I do have to mention though is that from the stories that I read about these BEKs, most of them never really end up hurting anyone outright.
1: Right.
0: Um, Even in your story, for example, the the child didn't directly injure the gentleman. But at some point, I mean, Mm -hmm. I guess we we did mention that maybe that he was just there as a warning that, hey, your time is near and and you're going to come with me sooner than you think. Yes. But he didn't actually attack the the, the person at that point, right? You know, so... Right. It was more of of like a passive danger, if that's even a thing, (laughs) Mm -hmm. so to speak. So... It's a lot of of interesting things. And and of course, like this person who made this graphic novel when he said I mean he came up with that story that it's just a child that is so evil that they murder their entire family, and that's how they become one of these things. So so I guess their evil overtakes them or something like that. So I would be interested in reading that. I couldn't find the name of it, but I'll be looking into that for sure. So I would want to read it. See what it's Yeah, about. I would
1: love to read it. Yeah, I uh-huh. love reading books. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Yeah, so there's a couple more things that I want to talk... About. I mean, I, I might be boring you, Maria.
1: <laughs> oh, no, no, no. You're good.
0: With my scientific stuff. But, I mean, it's because... That's one of the things that we also do in this podcast. We try to bring in some sort of scientific stuff into it. Because I mentioned that I believe in supernatural stuff. But at the same time, I believe that a lot of things that we think are supernatural might just be something that we can explain a different way um so there's this thing i don't know what to call it uh uh, it's not really a science but this idea and i hope i pronounce this correctly it's called physiognomy and long story short that's basically the belief that you can tell a person's character by their physical characteristics and the way that connects with what we're talking about here today is that according to this belief certain traits were considered to be negative and certain traits were considered to be positive. I mean, for scientists or, or people that studied this thing, whatever, this belief. Um, so one of the things that they described as being a negative trait would be a person with dark eyes
1: oh wow oh no i'm evil
0: <laughs> so that means uh basically everyone that's hispanic is evil. <laughs>
1: yeah I mean, yeah i have dark brown eyes <laughs>
0: yeah mine are brownish but there's a tiny little bit of hazelish in there because of my like that but very small hazelish yeah. they're more brown than anything so i guess i'm the devil now um <laughs> according to this yeah but i mean they, i mean you know that's why the idea of the black eyes and in, in these kids is creepy because according to this belief uh, dark eyes would mean that the person is evil and that it could also according to another thing that i forgot to get the name of but basically if the eyes are dark it could even mean that the person is possessed or that they possess some sort of demonic traits so what do you think about that
1: You know, it kind of also goes back to, like, real life, too. And, like, of course, you know, there's a lot of, like, um, this crime in the past and stuff. Kind of like Manson, you know, in his eyes. Like, you can kind of... I don't know. I don't know. But to me, like, I can see evil. Even just, like if I didn't hear anything about like, you know, everything that unfolded and stuff. But in the eyes, that, that's a really interesting thing. Because I feel like a lot of these times just by looking at someone and seeing into their eyes, you can kind of get a connection. I don't know if that's the same with everybody, but I definitely feel that, though, um, a connection there within the eyes. So that is probably why I say I can kind of tell like personality and stuff. And, you know, it may not come off like red eyes, you know, or something like demonic, but you can probably sense evil, you know, and it comes back to like our set, you know, our senses and stuff.
0: Sometimes it can feel like just looking at a person you can be like oh man that person's like evil like there's it's just something about them that's not right um but yeah i mean it's it's again this this whole thing of physiognomy is not really considered to be a serious thing anymore because again it it lent itself to a whole bunch of stuff uh, negative stuff you know yeah yeah
1: yeah.
0: so i mean but i did want to talk about it because they mentioned that in their video about black eyed kids and they do mention a couple more things. <laughs> I got a lot to talk about today, so. <laughs> um, because it's a very interesting thing because, uh, I mean, for one thing, yeah, the supernatural component, you know, the, the black-eyed kids and what their origins might be, but also how they do the research and they can try to connect it to science because that's kind of what I'm about to. As far as how did this thing, how did the story develop, what is a possible connection to something from the scientific world or something like that so mind you not many people think psychology is a science <laughs> but right. uh, a lot of people think psychology is a fraud and, and you know i'm not gonna say anything about that but uh, basically have you ever heard of of uh sigmund freud no so sigmund freud was one of the most famous psychologists one of the first ones actually in the Early 1900s, I believe. (laughs) If I remember correctly. I studied psychology. Uh, uh... (laughs) But late 1800s, early 1900s. He was around. So he was... uh... His whole thing was that basically everything about humanity revolved around sexual impulses. Right? Okay. Uh, But... One of his most famous parts of his theory is that he divided the human mind in three parts, which is the id, the ego, and the superego. The id being the animalistic self, the ego being the real self, and the superego being the person that you want to be, ideally, like the perfect person, the perfect you, I guess. Yeah. So, according to himself, there's always the struggle within all of us, each of us, that we strive to find a balance between all three of them because you can't let go of your humanity and let the id take control because that's like the the evil part of you i guess yeah and you can't be idealizing yourself because you can't just like you need to live your life as a normal person you can't just spend time thinking about oh i would i would dream of being this person so anyways another thing he talked about was the oedipus complex which it's it gets a little weird with him because um, and I'm gonna explain why I brought all this up right now. I, uh, trust me, I, <laughs> I promise. <laughs> I'm not just talking about this, but but uh, basically, the Oedipus complex is the idea that Freud came up with that boys, but primarily boys, have this subconscious desire to marry their moms. Wow. So, I mean, not really, but the idea is that they, they, the, you know, in that time, men were expected to marry women, you know, so so being gay was not something right. that was very socially accepted. Um, so, to him, long story short, basically, uh, 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 the mom is basically the first woman that a baby boy is... In contact with consistently so they become attached to the mother figure and that's why I don't know if you've heard that saying that that guys marry their moms
1: <laughs> right yeah yeah so that, that's, where, that. that's where that <laughs> comes
0: from that, 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 that that's where that saying comes from, from from that theory of Freud so they mentioned in the video that one of the possibilities is that the kids become evil because they have to They can't suppress that desire to, to... Because part of the, the... the... It's just so much to talk about, I'm sorry. (laughs) And I don't mean (laughs) to confuse you or anything out there, but basically the the legend of Oedipus in Greek mythology, Oedipus was somebody that did end up killing their dad and marrying their mom. Not on purpose, mind you, not on purpose. They, they, it it happened even though they tried to avoid it. I'm not going to say the whole story right now because it's going to take forever, but... Uh, so that's where the name of, of this theory of Freud came from, because part of the uh, the fact that not only does the baby boy get attached to their to their mom, but part of the baby boy also wants to replace the father. So in in a, in a way, quote unquote, symbolically kill the father. So that's where they bring this up in the video, because in the video it's like, well, the evil part of the subconscious mind is what's trying to uh, create that urge to kill someone because they want to be or do something you know in this case I guess replace their father quote-unquote so that's something that they got to deal with and that's some that's one of the things that they were talking about as far as how a child could eventually become quote-unquote evil right so so I mean whether or not you believe in all these theories? I mean, they're. I mean, it's it's interesting to read about. I think it's really interesting because I mean, keep in mind these things that Freud talked about was 120 years ago. You know?
1: Yeah, like it was so long ago.
0: So, it's it's just so much. And, and <laughs> I, I'm sorry, I know that I bored you with that.
1: <laughs> oh no, you did not.
0: <laughs> so, I mean, I, I could talk about this for hours, but um. So it's it's just really interesting to me how they connected that with this because like I said even to this day people have that saying that oh you know guys always look for they, they marry their moms or they marry somebody that reminds them of their mom whatever and that's where that whole thing comes from but it's it's just weird
1: <laughs> Yeah What a what a very interesting Exploration. <laughs>
0: I mean, yeah, we went from talking about kids to talking about psychology, <laughs> the Black Eyed yeah. Kids, but I mean, it's all connected. It's yes. all connected because I mean, again, in these videos, and that's why I like them so much, because in these videos, they always talk about the whatever the topic is, but they always make it a point also to kind of try to connect it to some sort of scientific theory. And there is one more thing, Maria. I'm sorry.
1: No, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're good.
0: One more thing. So, um. This is something that I'm not as familiar with. I never really read about it when I was in college, but something called the Peter Pan Syndrome. Have you heard about it?
1: Ooh, no. What is that?
0: So, Peter Pan, of course, is the story of the boy who never grew up. They live in Neverland and...
1: Mm-hmm. They have all these
0: adventures, you know, with the Lost Boys, so on and <laughs> so forth. Not the vampire's Lost Boys, but... <laughs> <laughs> the, the Peter Pan Lost Boys, but, um... So, in the video they mentioned this, and very briefly, I mean, they only give it like a 30-second mention, but allegedly is the belief that a child becomes a killer because they're not ready to become adults. They, they hate the idea that they have to grow up and that they have to take upon all these responsibilities. So, as a way to kind of... Tr- refuse against that in some way they're mm-hmm. like no 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 so they eventually become they could become as evil as actually becoming murderers in, in real life so I don't know that's kind of a weird thing
1: yeah it's really interesting um you know and also too maybe like they don't see something forward like a go or they don't want to reach that you know like a certain positive thing in life they just see evil or you know of course they take different turns in life and stuff which is really sad um and you know it kind of also starts back to the home or you know, who is not teaching them, but like showing them love and stuff. Or, I don't know, it is it is really interesting, like how that unfolds in everything.
0: I wanted to ask you this one question before we sign off, because we've been talking about this for a yeah. while. <laughs> Why do you think... If these things are evil, why do you think they would take the shape of kids?
1: Possibly because, you know, it's supposed to be innocent and stuff. And maybe that will let them know that they don't mean any harm. You know what I mean? Like they're not a threat or gonna do damage to them, but you know, in a way, it's not like they're being malicious, but in a way, it may come off like that, maybe?
0: I guess uh, we did talk about this a little bit earlier, but I think basically because it just makes you feel, I guess, a, not comfort, but I think a lot right. of people would be more comfortable approaching a child as far as not feeling like they're in danger. Yes. Because they wouldn't think that a child could possibly hurt them. In other words. Right.
1: Yeah. But.
0: So Yeah, so I, I think maybe that's that's the whole idea behind this uh, that um these entities or vampires or aliens, whatever you believe they might be. <laughs> um, <laughs> they kind of disguise themselves as kids because they think that's going to appeal to our sense of, of parenthood or, or comfort. And that's how they get you, basically.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: So, the last thing I want to ask you is... I, I mean, and you don't have to get too personal about this, but do you think that... a lot of people would say or... or tell how they believe their childhood is the best time of their lives. So, would you agree with that?
1: Um, probably not. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, well, I mean, different parts of, like, my childhood was good, but the other parts probably not. <laughs> um, but sometimes I do kind of wish that, um, like, you know, because the child doesn't have, like, work, you know, and they can, <laughs> like, take rides. And, you know, they have their family to, like, buy them stuff. Um, and that was kind of amazing, you know what I mean? Um, <laughs> and then now it's like, oh, no. Like, I'm an adult now? I have to do this for myself? What? <laughs> <laughs> all the bills. Um, yeah. Like, gets me all mad. Um, but, yeah. I, um, yeah, I think that's probably, like, the only thing that I miss of course and just like good memories but other than that i'm i'm pretty i'm i'm very i feel like now i'm like oh you know i'm actually having a lot more fun now than i did as a child so yeah
0: yeah so i mean for me personally i did like my childhood somewhat <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. but only up to a certain age because i i think that the best time that i had the best memories of my childhood is back from when i was uh maybe from the time that I was four to the time that I was about 10 years old so that to me would be like if, if I could go back and live years of my life again I would choose that that, that time period mm-hmm. um and I ask you that question because do you think maybe people miss that whole thing that whole innocence of, of childhood and that whole nostalgia for things that we can't have back anymore
1: oh yeah definitely maybe that's why they're more not like softer to children but they know that at one point they had to depend on other people you know Um, and also like there's so much purity in a child and innocence and they just want to have fun <laughs> <laughs> yeah and, stuff. and maybe that's why you know the adults see them that way and yeah mm-hmm.
0: so the reason why i ask you that question is because that's maybe part of why this whole thing is so creepy because we, most of us, for the most part, I think a lot of people, like I mentioned, would say that their childhood was the best time in their lives. So for something like this, for example, like the black-eyed kids, the case, it's a corruption of something that's so precious to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And the idea of that is just terrifying to them. that that the time in their lives which is supposed to be like the most fun or the most innocent like you said is actually something that could be evil or or harmful to you or something like that i mean that's i think maybe that's part of why this is so creepy that's my point
1: (laughs) yeah especially like you know when it comes to like a child like yeah definitely i was definitely a creepy child At times. (laughs) (laughs) I was really weird and really creepy. A lot of people would always tell me that I was really creepy and I would creep.
0: Um, Oh, my God.
1: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, I don't know if that's true today. Well, you know, it kind of is because I'm 4'7". So, I'm like, (laughs) you know, little and stuff. So, it's (laughs) kind of cool to creep still.
0: (laughs) I don't know. I was like... An average kid, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't stand out from the crowd, but, but uh yeah, I mean that that was just some stuff that I wanted to talk about and some food for thought I guess before we sign off. So would you have anything else to add to this before we close off the episode?
1: Yes. Yes I do. Okay, so um on the um on the black eyed kids, uh you know, it kinda also makes me wonder, just like I guess like an end note, like Because you were talking about aliens and stuff. And then I was thinking, I was like, what if they're like alien experiments? You know what I mean? Okay. I don't know. I don't know. You know, there has been a lot of UFOs in the news lately. (laughs) 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 That's right. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Like it just came out. I think like, oh, and there was a meteor shower too recently. Um, So yeah, that was like another thing that was kind of like a question mark, like in my head. During this conversation, when you were talking, I was like, are they experienced? Huh. <laughs> you know, like, from, like, generation and generation and generation. generation. Um, and, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's really interesting, though. So, yeah, that was, like, my end note to that one. It's, so, uh-huh. like, a question. It's, like, I wonder if they are.
0: <laughs> Maybe. I mean, I don't know if... Because these... Types of encounters I don't think are as common as other ones that we may hear about. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I said, I wasn't too familiar with this. I had heard about the the Black Eyed Kids, but I had never really heard as much detail as I was able to find in the course of my research for this episode. So it's always cool to learn something new.
1: Yes, yes it is.
0: <laughs> so, I mean, maybe they are alien. Maybe they are vampires. Maybe they're ghosts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe they're just kids with contact lenses. I don't know.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: I mean, that's a possibility. Maybe it's just some kids that get their hands on contact lenses and go out walking around creeping everybody out.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely.
0: Like those weird clown people from a few years ago?
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> you yeah, know, that kind of reminds me of my um, YouTube... I know it's so off-topic, but like my YouTube channel, um, the... The picture, I have, like, the black eye. Um, Yeah. It's kind of creepy. But anyways, that kind of... I was... I don't know. I like I love, like, learning about this, too. Because I'm like, oh, I do that to my pictures. (laughs) (laughs) Like, maybe I'm evil. All right.
0: (laughs) Having settled that, that was our discussion on black-eyed children black-eyed kids uh at times i guess we did go off a little bit off topic but hopefully you guys out there enjoyed our conversation because i had a great time talking to mariah about this i don't know about you mariah
1: oh yeah i had a blast and also drinking coffee out of my witches brew mug. <laughs> <laughs> It's so fun
0: normally i'll be drinking beer but i can't today because i'm sick uh... <laughs>
1: Oh, but God. hopefully hopefully
0: next week. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, it's always very fun to talk to you. And especially now that we're doing the podcast together, I think we're going to be having a lot of these discussions for sure. And hopefully the audience out there enjoys our conversations, our topics. And you can always find us in the audience if you email to us at legends at gmail.com. And you can find our profiles on social media if you go to linktree.com slash myths behind lgds and that link is tagged on our spotify profile so if you happen to be catching our episodes on spotify go to our profile and that link to our linktree is there you can find all of our social media links so easiest way to find us all in one place and yeah i mean uh what do you think we have in store for next week mara what should we talk about
1: Hmm, I don't know. I feel like there's a lot of good topics, like maybe the Bermuda Triangle.
0: Cha, cha, cha. That gets my vote, for sure.
1: Yeah, definitely. <laughs> or aliens.
0: <laughs> Let's pencil that in for next week, I guess. Bermuda Triangle slash aliens. Maybe one one of those two. We'll, yeah. We'll talk about it as the week goes by, but yeah, for sure. I mean, uh, do you have anything else to add before we sign off as far as any last comments or...
1: Oh, no, I think I set them all on.
0: Cool, thank you. So, if you're out there in the audience, be careful. Stay away from weird, creepy kids that are wearing hoods in the middle of the night. They approach you. If they knock on your door, do not let them in. They're vampires. They're going to eat you. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, by all means, do stay away from them. And if you happen to see your kid wearing a hood and with black eyes, then I guess you're screwed. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah... uh, it was great having you, Maria. talking to you, and, well, until we see you in the next one, have a good one.